Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy. He'll tip an Uber driver five stars, even if he drives him off a cliff, Zach Elias. Absolutely. I did something wrong to one of them. My rating tanked, so we're working our way up slowly. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. Tuesdays, we do it live. We post it later on Saturdays. We got a fun one, and we did another audience participation episode 85, best comedians ever we're counting down our top 10 and your top 10 today how you doing zach i'm good are we counting down actually yeah we are counting them down counting up, same counting way down. we do it every yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ping-ponging it back and forth it's gotta be a name for pretty much but before we do that i'm thirsty you're thirsty what you drinking i forgot but here they are again <laughs> i forgot from last week but they are the victory summer loving they're okay they're like beach water it's good could you say Summer Lovin' Had Me a Blast? No. Do you know the next line? Yes. Tell me where, tell me where to do a nice car. That's the best one. It means nothing. So that song should be canceled. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? Like, easy, big fella. Oh, There's it's a, a lot of canceled lines in that song. That song, it's a gold digger and a date raper. Is Two people went on a date, basically. Oh, the golden age. Zach, I'm what going- What are you drinking? Go on. I got something special for today. Is that a Kraken shirt? Like, what do you got there? This is the purple power softball shirt. I'm, I'm Even going. Better. Yeah, I'm going to the game tomorrow, so I figure I just put it on. I, right now, my t-shirt cycle is like a two to three day thing, depending so on whatever you're sleeping is what you just roll with through the whole day like until that. I get really sweaty. The next time I get really sweaty, gross. It could be the next morning. It could be three days later. I mean, living that good life here. I am conceding defeat from last night from the home run contest. I know that you were rooting for Pete Alonso and pro-cancer when I was Trey Mancini and anti-cancer, but I found a great beer at the store just to kind of give it one to you. It is called Shea, and that is because that's a stadium that Pete Alonso will never hit any home runs in. I love Shea. Big Glue was great. I didn't read the Shea beer. So I didn't read this. It is Shea. It says Cool Ale, C-O-U-L Ale, the Royal Edition. Ale with orange peel added. Wait for it. She's here. She's queer. And this is her year. Goose Island Beer Company. What? I'm not kidding you. It says it in the letters. I had no idea. Can you see that? Yeah. Enjoy. (laughs) Taking Pride Week for. Release the Kraken. Yeah, go nuts. Good God, man. We are counting them down. We've done a couple of these before, so you know how it goes. Zach, start off with your honorable mentions of, we're going with the, and you'll you'll explain, but more or less, I, I went with comedians that make me laugh the hardest. Yeah, I went with that too, but mine ended up just being a, an all-star game. And I sort of, I like my list, but I didn't really go deep catalog, but I'm not, as you say, balls deep. I guess I'm balls shallow in this, uh, just the tip or whatever. So my honorable mentions, you're going to go nuts because I'm giving four, but I prefaced four earlier. I just said, eat it, dick. I'm giving you four. So here, because it's not really stand-up, but it makes me laugh, Adam Sandler, when he does music, I had one of those albums, and they were hysterical. But I'm not really sure that's stand-up comedy. That's more. He, like, he started in stand-up, and it wasn't it terrible. Wasn't, it, wasn't, it was okay, but his music is unbelievably funny. That those albums, you went to Sleepaway Camp the same time I did. Yeah. I can anyone Gold. you want, anyone Gold. you want. Yeah, the goat killed me. So I preferred, you know, the one before that. But yes, Stan and Judy's kid was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I bought the next one that came out after that years later. Like when it dropped, that was the one with the lonesome kicker. It yeah. was terrible. Amazing. No, it's amazing. It's all amazing. 
Anyways, so gold. Sandler, right. keep going with your honorables. All right. I like Sarah Silverman. I thought I saw her at uh, Carnegie Hall with, with Jenna. She was fine, but her opening act, Doug Benson, blew her away. He's a and, big pothead, that guy. Yeah, no kidding. And he was funny as all hell. So you can't get – I'm dropping her down because you can't get mowed down by your opener. <sighs> he should be in my top five, but I just can't. So I put Louis C.K. as an honorable mention because I just can't. Because all, all of our listeners are going to really give it to you. No, because I'd give it to myself. He's just, even on his comeback tour, he made a Parkland joke. He's just not getting it. There's a reason for that, but I, I didn't put him on my list for one reason. I've watched his specials. It's a, like 58 minutes of nothing and no, then, one, and then one zinger. He has one zinger that usually saves the whole special. That's so good. His, his stuff about his kids is incredible. Such as a parent. He's so spot on. Uh, when you're walking with your kid and she's like a mile behind and I pay attention, it's gold. And I put Eddie Murphy in my honorable mentions because he should have been my list, but I just didn't. And I just sort of slung and missed on that one. Just real quick about Doug Benson back when my forever ago, he did his own documentary called Super High Me, where he gets really, really high on marijuana 30 straight days. It's kind of, it was like a, a, a mockumentary of Super Size Me. Mm-hmm. It's watchable. I'm sure he's good. It's and watchable. I also missed, I made a note to myself to listen to Joan Rivers because I'm sure she's genius and I forgot to do that. So and I don't really know enough of her stuff to put her on a new list. My honorable mentions, I think you're only going to know one of them. So let's just start with Balls some- Deep. Somebody who gets a lot of grief for not being that funny back in the day and certainly took a nosedive. Gallagher. I remember listening to Dane Cook and dying back oh, in the day. Just, funny. You, I mean, he, you know, he's the original person who called somebody Karen. Like, he, I don't know if you know, he's, he's one where people, he's like, okay, Karen, we know. Like, that is yeah. from forever ago. I remember listening to him in the car when he does his Price is Right bit, when he does his Monopoly bit, when he does, there's an accident and everybody comes out and you just repeat, oh, we're, oh, I was in my kitchen, she was doing this. I remember laughing very hard. I thought Dane Cook was good, but I do remember watching some of those and going like, eh, not so great. The next one is a guy, he got his own show on Comedy Central, Dimitri Martin. Do you remember him? Yes. He was He drew and he did everything. He was the original uh, hot crazy scale person that How I Met Your Mother stole from, except he said it was how hot you are versus how much I want to hear about your cat, which is, it was gold. But he had a joke. I remember sitting around with some people one time listening to, and it was so subtle, but he said, I saw an amputee being hung and all I did was started guessing letters. And I lost it, Zach. I remember in That's a room. pretty good. <laughs> that, that is what I'm – and I remember my friends being like, I don't really see it. I'm like, oh, my God. That is – unbelievable. That was his joke. That killed me. And then my other one is a guy that I had to look up. Apparently, he went nowhere. But when Comedy Central Presents used to do their little 30-minute whatevers, and then they always do these like countdowns when they had no material back in the day. There was this guy, big Italian guy. His name was Rocky Laporte. He had one shtick, which is why he would never went anywhere, but it's a half hour where it's the whole, you know, I had this uncle and he he had a vacuum store and it was called, hey, suck this. And then he would go on and, oh, and I had a, a hardware store and I was like, hey, hit this. And I just remember the first time I saw it, I couldn't breathe. I could not breathe that half Our hour. This is going to be like the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. No one's going to ever hurt you guys. You definitely will have. Zach, get it started with your number right. 10. Lisa Lampanelli. I find her to be very funny. She does it for me. I saw her before she was famous, and then she blew up. And how many women are on your list? Go exactly. On, um, so she she just, I don't know. She makes me laugh. I've seen her a few times live, and she's old and talks about, you know, talking black guys. But 
I, it, it gets me. It works. I don't know if we talked about her on air last week, but we talked that I just watched that documentary where she, you know she's unrecognizable right now. Yeah, you told me. Short hair, white, I've and seen her, she's yeah. doing like piece work or something, or she's she's completely off the hooch. Off the hooch. And by hooch, I mean the BBC. British Broadcasting Company. My number 10. <laughs> I think he's a genius, except I can only do maybe 10 to 15 minutes is Jezelnik. I think he's very funny. He's yeah, very he's dark. But it's just you just always see the joke coming in the way that whatever you think it's going to happen, it's just the complete opposite. His yeah. roasts are great. He had a show that was really funny His back in the day. Very good. I like Jezelnik a lot. And I like roasts. All right. My number nine, you should be higher. Bill Burr kills me. I, I just, he's, he's, I like angry comedians. He does it for me. He's funny. He's pasty. And, and he was good on crashing. It's just good. I'm into it. Bill Burr is my North Carolina. I have Burr at wow. number. Th- I have Burr number three because, and you'll hear with some of my other people. I can just listen to him talk, and he's hysterical. Terrible. He's hysterical. His, his stories are good. He's, he's got good cadence. He's good at all of it. I mean, he swings from the hip. He says what he wants to say. His delivery is great. His podcast is just him ranting, which <laughs> I couldn't quite get into, but he kills me yeah, anytime he's, he's on anything. Love, love, love Bill Burr. He's one of those. If he had a special come out. Or if he was coming around, like I, I would make sure I saw him. No, we gotta go. If he comes around, we'll go. Make do a it. date of it. We'll do this Ma- shit live. So you tried to call me out because you said, oh, how many women are you going to have? Now, yeah. before I defend my lack of women on my list, it came out recently. I was There was a whole movement on TikTok about men stop saying, Joe Rogan says, Joe Rogan says. And people are saying nothing that Rogan says is wrong. It's just he's our male's Oprah. Back in the day, women used to watch a lot of Oprah and they would quote what she say and essentially rogan's great it's just 90 percent of what he's saying is meant for a male audience i think most female comics are meant for women and for me to put a woman on my list there is one woman who i've seen her special and anytime she's on anything i think she's really funny fortune themester do you know who she is no she is she's done a bunch of spots on like the mini project she was on that documentary i told you about she has her own hour on netflix which is very watchable she's not the most attractive she's openly gay and she just talks about funny stories that happen that's not sex 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 which i can't listen to from a male or a woman but fortunately like she talks about when i was sad my mom would take me to hooters to cheer me up because she knew that was always like that's funny to me definitely check out her hour She's good. All right. I'll check it out. My eight, Chappelle. He probably should be higher, I think. I don't know, but I don't know who I bumped down because they all get pretty good after that. No good? Is he your one? Chappelle is equally – I mean, I have Chappelle at number two, okay? Okay. And you're an idiot for not having him higher. He should be higher. Dave Chappelle, there's only two people that are legends of our generation as far as jokes, writing, stances. Dave Chappelle, I will say some of his latest stuff I didn't love. He's getting very political. It's all preachy. That's exactly why I bumped him down. He's getting preachy. It is. But his hour, Killing Him Softly, is my favorite hour that I can text any friend, any line right now, and they'll give me the next four. I bumped him just because he's preachy recently. That's He he has been, and I saw him live, and it wasn't great. But Chappelle's show – and the show is different than stand-up. I, I know, but he is also one of those people where he's funny, his jokes are good. Dave Chappelle is my number two. He is uh, mine. He was my number two just because that one – he had like two really, really, really good hours. But the killing him softly, take it easy, take it he's easy. Great. He's great. You're on Thursday. He killed oh. half-baked. I mean, he's good in everything. Oh, my God. But, so so good. All right, All go right. on. Well, I'm sure I'm going to knock off one of your guys. 
My number eight's Rodney. I think Rodney is so funny. I don't know if I can do any of his jokes, but I can do this. They're all amazing. They're all amazing. I've watched him like just sit around and watch YouTube of him on Carson. It's the same shtick. People wish no, there will never be another Rodney. He's the best. My wife and I said we'd always smoke after sex. I'm still on the same pack. She's had the two packs a day. I mean, it's amazing. (laughs) Stuff like that's incredible. He's great. You know, I went to the doctor. He said, you know, you're going to die. I asked for a second opinion. He said, you're ugly. (laughs) Amazing. It was amazing. He peaked late in life. Rodney is my number eight. He's my three. He his kind of like cadence, his quick hits, one liners. I don't have the I don't have the patience to listen to, you know, a story from Dane Cook. Rodney gets you there in two seconds. Quick, quick and dirty. No, he's very good with that. Number yeah. seven for you. For me, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know if he's funny. He was funny for me and very timely. Andrew Dice Clay absolutely killed me. He's all right now, but like when he was big, I was probably three years too or two years too young. So everything he said was a riot. It was it was roarous, and he would sell out the garden. That's the only person I listen to talk about sex for an hour because he doesn't actually say the word sex. He just like does nursery rhymes and nonsense. And he's a fat Jew who's acting Italian. It was it's just gold, all of it. Killed me. It's weird that Andrew Silverstein turned into this character, but back in the day, uh, there was no such thing as comedians selling out arenas. I mean, that is incredible. Hickory Dickory Dock. I mean, it's it's so so good. Amazing. It's just amazing. And like, I had never heard a dirty comedian like that before, and I was probably what seven or eight, and this is like. One of my you know, intros into comedy. Amazing. Yeah, that, that was probably Sandler for me. That was yeah. the Adam Medium parents, parents all that. Bad parents letting me watch Dice. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> my number seven is somebody that's gotten really more popular recently. He's a part of the like new kind of upcoming comics, except he's he's yeah, there. He's not on my list. Burt Kreischer. Do you know who he is? No. So Burt Kreischer is... It sounds like he's selling insurance. Burt Kreischer? The Van Wilder, the movie, is based off of his life story. Like, he sold the rights to him, and they made that movie. Really? He's famous for... He has this 15-minute story slash bit that's not laugh-out-loud funny, but it's entertaining. It's called The Machine. It's when he went to Russia, and he ends up joining a gang, and they hijack a train. But specifically, I'm putting him on my list. He's annoying to some people because he laughs at all of his own jokes, but his laugh is one of those infectious laughs where he just starts crying laughing. I watched his special that came out last year during the quarantine twice. It's called Hey Big Boy, and he just goes off on his kids. And I remember watching it the second time with Julia with the jokes coming and crying multiple times during it, which that's probably the hardest I've laughed in a really long time. Burke Kreischer, the only thing that kind of bothers me, he's a really fat guy. His shtick is taking his shirt off the second he gets on stage. Ooh. So you'll know if you come across a clip, you know, because your phone's listening to us right now. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is fat comedian. Burke Kreischer, Burt, 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 hysterical. All right. Six. I probably should have swapped these two. I don't know. I think Chris Rock just kills me. I've seen him uh, once live. I've seen all this stuff. He does it. I don't know. He's funny. He's smart. Keep your daughter off the pole. I've got a daughter. and it's my. It, it's like my Bible. It's all gold, clear heels. He's and I, his voice is funny. I saw him like at a movie theater a few years ago. He's like five four, a hundred and twelve pounds. He's nothing. Very funny guy. And he, I just like the way he delivers jokes. His cadence, his presentation is is very good. Works for me. It's weird that his brother Tony Rock also does comedy and sounds like similar, but not as good. 
Chris Rock was my first one to not make my list, even audible mentions. That being said, every time I go to a supermarket and grab a cart that's not working quite right, I always think of the, I mean, this was like yesterday when shopping. I was thinking of that, you know, you go to the other superstore, it's got three working wheels on it every time. He's incredible. I mean, the no no sex in the champagne room. I probably quote that <laughs> all the time, but very, very good. You time. go to the champagne room a lot? You got time. No, it's more like the Capricorn, you're going to die. Like, I think yeah. we, we, could, we could do a whole rant on me thinking the Zodiac is ridiculous, but it's definitely for me like Capricorn, you're going to have lunch. Cancer, you're going to go to dinner. I think the Zodiac is no, absurd. It's absurd. Insane. It's ridiculous. I'm going to go through number six because I'm on his nuts way too often on this show. It's become a part of my week, if not more, but I told you about Tony Hinchcliffe. I'm assuming you haven't watched anything from him. No, he is. If you wanted me to watch something, you have to text uh, me a link to it. I'm, I'm not going to actually take time to Google it. Say Send me the link like you did with I Am Batman. Um, <laughs> amazing. So, yeah, it's just shoot it to me in a, in a very digestible, easy fashion. Tony has his own show. He is easily the best comeback person that you would ever want. Like, I mean, if you're ever in front of him and an audience and he just looks at you, you just smile and nod. He's He used to write for the roast. He has his own show that I watch religiously at this point. I think he's very funny. He, again, he's one of these upcoming comics. He pushes it a little too far, which I think you'd be like, that was the perfect amount. I don't know. My five is the greatest comeback guy I've ever seen. I'm not seen a lot, like personally, but he, he's old school. And, and just because I love this kind of comedy. Don Rickles absolutely destroys me. I love insult comedy. There's a world where he's my one. Like, if I came up in a different era, I love mean comedians. I love when they just attack the audience. He is the fastest at just using him. He's coming right at you and he's going for the gold. His scene in Dirty Work, which was totally improv, was beyond good. Just the funniest. Uh, Norm couldn't take it. He was laughing so hard. So they wrote that into the movie. He called Norm a baby gorilla. Unbelievable. Rickles is a legend. I went down a YouTube oh, rabbit hole. I watched an interview with Kevin Pollack, and he was Whoa, talking. Kevin. One of those actors that makes every movie 10% better. Yeah, yeah. Wayne's, Wayne's World 2. I'll be sure to cross my T's and dot all my lowercase J's. He makes every movie better. Kevin Pollack's telling a story about how Don Rickles on the set of Casino used to heckle De Niro. You know, you have De Niro, who's a legend, and Rickles was just paying like a pit boss or something. And after the yeah. scene, Rickles would go and be like, are you sure? Are you sure that's how you want it? Do you, you want to do another take of it? Apparently, he would just bust his balls all the time on that, which is hysterical because during, come- during Casino, he was shooting dirty work. As he lands to go shoot Dirty Work, he showed up like three in the morning. He walks up and doesn't even introduce himself to Bob Saget. He goes, I just left Casino for this. I told Marty Scorsese I had to go do a Bob Saget movie. Marty grabbed his chest and he just walked away. That was his intro. He didn't say hello. It's <laughs> just incredible. Riggles is good. I think if he was around now or at least a little younger. My number five, I'm hoping you remember him. He would be legendary at this point. Do you know who Greg Giraldo is? Yeah. Harvard lawyer turned comedian turned roaster whose life was taken too soon. When he was on those roasts, he was fantastic. He had an album that came out that I, that was it was called Good Day to Cross a River. And it was a whole rant that still holds up about how Americans hate how the Mexicans are taking our jobs. And he's like, what you think they're becoming meteorologists? Like, and he does, <laughs> he does a whole bit. He's like, it, it is cloudy. It is muggy. Low visibility. Good day to cross a river. It's the opener. He starts. He's like, "Hello, Springfield, the best place I know." It's like, how do you how do you even say that? Like, how do you know there's not some other place where it's you know thirty nine hookers that'll do anything for five cents and somebody handing out nickels? I mean, (laughs) 
Geraldo was great. Absolutely great. I heard Artie tell a story about him that when they got to that roast, Greg Geraldo stands and looks at Artie and goes, Artie Lang, you fat fuck. Apparently, Artie got roasted so hard on that one day, but Geraldo was so messed up on like heroin or coke that he was crying and Artie had to comfort him just to get him to the roast and he had never saw it coming. But Geraldo is one of those like for me taken too soon. Ah, my four, my Gonzaga. I met him. He's funny. He's just quirky as all hell and a hell of a roaster. And he stole Beverly Hills Cop 2, Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) That's your four? Yeah. Oh, my God. You said it makes you laugh the hardest. I cry laughing. I cannot stop laughing when he's on. Maybe it's the voice. Maybe it's how he delivers it. He's not a comedic genius in the way that he writes. It's I laugh harder than anyone. I don't know. He makes me laugh as hard as anyone. He's brilliant. That's that's totally fair. You know, he is easily a target of everything, and I've seen him, and they go after him hard. He is a great sport. For a comedian who eats it, he just just eats it. He's hysterical. I just, I literally, when he's on, cannot stop laughing for the full hour. So I threw him up there at the floor. My four is in the same vein. I've been watching so much, like, random YouTube clips of Norm McDonald. He says- I didn't nothing. know how to put him on because he's not really a stand-up. It can't kill me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not a stand-up? Are you he out? Is, but his best stuff to me is not his stand-up. It's his- like, His stand-up is not great, but I've seen- But And he, he just, he well, just, he, yeah, he just talks and he's, he's so awkward and uncomfortable, but I've watched so many clips of him where he's just talking yeah. about random nothings and I'm smiling. Just, just him making if a you face. you ask the greatest talk show guest- He's probably my number one, <laughs> just the greatest of all time in the chair. But I couldn't rationalize his stand-up being on my list. It, it I just couldn't. I didn't but, bother but, but, me. But when I've like I've heard all these Walking stories home about today, him. I kicked myself for it. And for him, I think the best thing I ever heard that he ever did, which made me laugh, is Eric He went one time and bombed, and one by one, the audience got up and went towards the door. He went towards the back door, stood there, and shook everybody's hands on the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, if anyone of my friends or asks us to guess something, one of us will go, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. And it brings the house down every time. Funniest man of the year, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. Always just kills. All right, I had Rodney as my three. What do you got there? Rodney? I had Burr as my three. On to your All two. Right. George Carlin. And I know it's cliche. I know he's not on your list, which is a Shonda. I saw him live once at a beat-up theater in Northampton. Killed. For, for me... He, I like angry comedians. There was a world where Louis Black could have made my list too because he's funny and angry, but eh, he's not that good. But I do like angry comedians. I like that Carlin is just, you know, calls it out, tells it like it is. He, he would be like, canceled today, but... So would his, you. So would I. I mean, so, actually, my one wouldn't be, but everybody else on my list probably would be. Anyway, yeah, Carlin is just brilliant. He's fantastically mean, but smart and poignant. And he sort of gets how the world works. Well, his, bits, his bits are still relevant today. Most yeah. of the stuff he says. Do yeah, you know? Like baseball cards, just pictures of men. Brilliant. <laughs> Did you ever hear the rumor that he recorded an album two days or something? By the way, that's another thing he did was an album every year, every other yeah. year, which is unheard of. It was the weekend before 9-11 that basically said, you know, Americans are so this. Somebody should just come hit us, with, uh, like take us down like a terrorist attack. And then they mm-hmm. had to scrap the whole thing, which is a little backstory. I have very few regrets in my life. I was in Vegas. Carlin was at some shitty casino. And I remember being like, I should just go see him live. I should, yeah. I should just, and I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't. That was 
in my life, one of my biggest regrets yeah. ever. I saw him like by accident. Like my mom got me and three of my idiot friends tickets to this thing at the Calvin Theater in New- uh, Northampton. She worked for Smith College at the time. She's like, you want to see George Carlin? I'm like, sure. She's like, do you mind sitting in the last row? I go, no, it's free ticket. Whatever, let's go. So we went. Price is right, baby. Yeah. My number two is Chappelle. So we're moving on to your numero uno, which I'm trying to think if I could even guess it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not a hard one, and it's not necessarily makes me laugh the most. I mean, to me, I, I, I mean, it's obviously Seinfeld, right? Yeah, he's yeah. most for me the most brilliant comedian of my generation. He's filthy, but does it completely cleanly. His jokes are very smart, not too long, timely. He's he's good at what he does. It's not a coincidence that he's, his show was the greatest of the most popular of all time at the time. It's not, he gets it right. He just gets it right. He, he, I've never really seen him bomb. He's, oh, I saw, I saw him bomb. When? <laughs> I think you were at that show. Maybe. Oh, he wasn't bomb. It was good. Seinfeld for me is one of those, if we were doing the best comedians, he is a master. He just yeah. doesn't, he doesn't make me laugh out loud. Simple no as misery. that. He, he doesn't. Although, I don't think this is his joke, but I watched him on, I think it was him and Norm and Seinfeld tells a joke. I, I, again, I don't think it's his joke. He just turns, he goes, so two Gentiles are walking down the street and the one guy says, hey, how's business? And the other guy goes, pretty good. And that's it. That's and, it. and Norm just goes, huh? And Jerry's just laughing. Because every joke, every Jew joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my wife is a, I, I, he's a, I, think, I think Seinfeld said that's his favorite joke. But again, I don't think that's one of his Things. That's his borscht belt. Seinfeld's very good, and he, he's going to come up on our other list. I like like borscht belty kind of you know Jewy humor, Mrs. Maisel stuff. <laughs> where where Zach? Oh, well, who's your that's your golden child? What do you got? My number one, uh, another one whose life was cut too soon, who most people thought was on drugs all day every Sam day. Oh, I don't think he's funny. He's not that funny. He was good people think this guy was on drugs, and he always said he didn't. He wrote jokes about it. Ultimately, died of an overdose 13 days after going to the University of Maryland. Mitch Hedberg, for me, is my number one all-time really? favorite. You know, I give him respect in the him doing like a joke, a joke, a joke, a joke. That is impossible as far as I'm concerned. I don't think I could do, you know, you and I joke about like a tight five. I couldn't do a tight two where it was just, 20 jokes where it's yeah, you no, he's, he's fast. I like fast hit jokes too. It's, it's I don't know if you ever listened to him. His he's not joke, bad. I just did. I, I, he didn't even cross my mind. Honestly, I, he crossed our listeners minds, which we'll get to their list. But for him, the one liners were good. And I, I held out on it because I didn't want to say it in my honorable mentions, but I also think Stephen Wright, same type of comic. Not for me. Good and half-baked is the guy in the couch. He's, not he's the me. guy. His yeah. joke that I use all, I use this all the time is when, I'll, people say, oh, my buddy's got a trophy white. I'm like, oh, it looks like third place. Gets, that gets a laugh, and I have to be like, all right, it's a Stephen Wright joke. But, you know, <laughs> I, good. I, I worked at a, a fire hydrant factory, couldn't park anywhere near that place. Like, he has funny stuff. He's not Mitch Hedberg's like, every time I get to an escalator that's not working, every time I was like, you know, why I like these because they don't break, they just become stairs. His jokes are genius. Everything he says, Kit Kat. Great thing to share with friends, unless you have four people or more. It's just, he kills me. Zach, good list. I have two things before we move on. We had audience participation, and I put something online, and you know, Ron posted some answers online, and people got results from their spouses. I'm going to give you our audience top 10. We had 45 people contribute to this. That's 45. That was very good. I did a lot of work. You got a lot of cousins. Number 10 is Sebastian 
Maniscalco, who is now just going by Sebastian. Have you ever listened to him? Do you know who he is? No, he is. Is that right? He has some funny bits. He's, you know, he sold out the garden four days in a row. He is massive. He appeals to all the audience. We have can, funny bits when it's all the garden, but funny bits. I can only listen to him talk so much about stuff because it's everything for like that. You're like, oh my God, mm. I can't, I, I can't. He's number 10. Number nine was Eddie, who, Eddie Murphy, who I yeah. talked to Joanne. I was like, eh, it doesn't hold up for me. I know you put them there. I put him there because I didn't know where else to put him, but he's my honorable. Uh, I know. He should have no, been on the list, but he didn't. Number eight is because he's an up-and-comer, and this was more people on Instagram, but do you, know who Mark, do you know who Mark Normand is? I've heard the name. I have no idea who he is. Super funny guy. I saw him in a tiny, tiny, tiny place where – I just I thought he was hysterical, and I remember going up to him. I was like, "Dude, I follow you on Instagram." He had sixty thousand followers. He's blown up. He does bits. You would find him funny, but I don't think you'd make him. He wouldn't make you laugh out loud. But he's funny. His his stuff. His writing is fantastic. Number seven, Mitch Hedberg. Number six, Chris Rock. Number five didn't make either of our lists, and I struggled. Gaffigan. He's funny. He's just a food comic. He makes fat jokes. I've seen him live a few times at uh, Stand Up for Heroes shows. He's good. Big, he's Not big great. One. Yeah, you know, you know that story that I had a patient who was an amateur comic, and I went to his performance because after he does the class, and I paid the money, and I'm sitting there. Gavigan comes and bumps everybody, does 20 minutes, and makes the ticket worth it. That's like amazing. A, that's it, fantastic. It was, it was everything that was in his last Amazon special. That's yeah, pretty good. Let's keep this going. Number four didn't make either of our list. Again, this isn't best comics ever, but Richard Pryor. I, I haven't seen enough of his stuff. I've seen it, but I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I'm, I'm with you. Number three, Seinfeld. Number two, Carlin. So very true to your list. And then number one, by a landslide, was Chappelle. By a really? On, it got a 45 people. It was like 13, and nobody else was close. Wow. So, I'm too low, I guess. Those were the consensus picks of our audience. But now I want to give you – we're going to play a little game where you have to say you respect what these people are saying or you crick your neck like – Huh? Ow, I actually cricked. Jesus Christ, go on. Like a physical therapist. Does anyone know one? Licensed one? It's not you. I have a license. Do you? In both states. I'm Ooh, bi- awesome. bi- bilingual. Something like that. Kara Mbop Hansen said Amy Schumer. Nah, doesn't do it. Neck crick. That's a crick in the neck, not respect. I mean, and she's cute in her jokes, but she's, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, also with all the joke stealing stuff, which is a thing in its own. We have two people, Joe Babe and the Queen of Halloween. Lauren Lolo Felso says, Ali Wong. Have you seen both of her things? Her things? The one stand-up she did where she was nine and a half months pregnant. Yeah, I saw some of that. Pretty funny. You know she's the Ali character on Big Mouth, right? Yeah. I know who she is. I just She's okay. <laughs> okay. So that's respect or crick in the neck? Somewhere in between. Like, crack <laughs> so my back. Gonna get, crack your back. I'm going to crack it. Somewhere in between. Adjustment. Yeah, it's a mild adjustment. She's okay. She's better than Schumer. Member of the tribe... Little Mike Simon says Gary Goldman. I don't know who either of those people are. You know, no, Gary- I, know, I know who Mike Simon is. <laughs> you don't know Gary Goldman? I know who he is. It's all right. Not, not for me. He's also one of those, he should be funnier. I've watched his stuff where his last special was more of like a, it's called The Great Depression, where it's a Judd Apatow documentary kind of about his depression. But he had some great lines. His best one was when he played basketball and he went over high from the line at the JCC. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. That's good. Also, Simon will quickly be like, do you know his state abbreviation bit? And I've listened to it. It's 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 funny. No, if I don't know it, it should be better. It should be bigger. Cozana, that is a combination of Albert and his fiance, Rosanna, says Kevin Hart. 
he's okay. He's too, he's trying too hard to be everyone else on our list. Yeah. He also has a lot of writers that work for him, which is why he's always putting stuff out. That hardest working man. I, I think he could be a preacher. I love listening to anything he has to say. He's very motivational. I don't find him that funny. In movies, he's great. But his stand-up like... But that's written for him. Stand-up should be yours. Samanda and Josh said Gaffigan, so we already kind of talked about him. All all right. My Uncle Jeffrey, husband of my Aunt Marlene, said Red Fox. Do you know who that is? I do. Everyone rates him as so great. I couldn't tell you any of his stand-up. I know he's funny. I know who he is. I've never actually seen a tight hour of his. I had to go and watch some clips just to kind of hear some more. So he's the guy who played Samford on Samford. Yeah. And apparently one of his famous little bits is, is when he's talking to people and he's like, where, where are you from? And they say, he goes, oh, I spent 12 days there one weekend. <laughs> Sound familiar to anybody? Yeah, Seinfeld stole it, I guess. Spent a month there one night. Just saying. Yeah, that was the Seinfeld bit from uh, El Paso. All right, I won't tell you who said this. I'll just tell you the artist. What are your thoughts on Tiffany Haddish? I know who said it. She's fanatic. <laughs> Not Haddish, the person who said it. My little Jewish wife loves Tiffany Haddish. I don't know why. Like her whole she ready thing. Jenna finds her to be an American treasure. I don't get it. How she's funny, I guess. She's funny. Funnier than half the people that have just been named. But Jenna that's Jenna's Duke. And I don't get it. But Jenna Jenna texted me unprompted and it was like every time Bad Girls is on, I have to watch it. I was like, yeah, it's my favorite. She's on that last OG show where getting back to my beer Tracy Morgan every time. Shay Shay. Shay Shay. <laughs> Shay Shay. Uh, we talked one time, my buddy Josh, who lives in Seattle, Friedman, he's, he, mentioned, like Josh. he mentioned Nate Bargatze, who nope. we've talked about. And I said, really? And your top, whatever? He goes, and eh, they're pumping him a lot online. And that is true. A lot of the people who commented randomly on Instagram, they pr- we were promoting Instagram comedians, you know, the ones who, you know, the Brendan Schaub. Andrew Schultz, guys you don't know who like, they're the big Instagram contingent. So nothing on him. And then I saved uh, the best for last. Ron Katz says, Groucho Marx. He's a genius. Is he a stand-up or is he just like doing Marx Brothers shtick? But like, I've never, I've, I I don't know because I've never seen him do stand-up. I've seen Grouch, uh, Marx Brothers movies. They're good. Personally, think if you're going to give me like old and black and white and Jewish, I'd take the Three Stooges, but... <laughs> oh, oh, when you said black and white, I was like, which stooge was black? The one they don't know. <laughs> God. All right, Zach. Well, that, um, that that is our list. You said you had some stuff at the end uh, here. I mean, watching the, I'm watching part of the All-Star game, and it bothers me fundamentally. Making no transition, no segues. You had segue like 30 times last episode. We should I, it was like seven, and I edited out four of them. We should have gotten bombed. No, put them back in. It bothers me fundamentally that my, my boy DeGrom isn't playing tonight. It, it just bothers me when, when players skip All-Star games. Pitch one in. You're, you're so an idiot. Busy. You're an no. idiot. There's he's some key problem staying on the field. He's your team. It's an exhibition game. I, I'm not saying that he's making the wrong move. It bothers me that when players in general do that. Throw one inning. There's some kid in California that never gets to see him because he's an angel spit. It's, it's, it's like, we want to see Otani. There's some kid whose dream it is to see Cedric Mullins, and he's making that dream. <laughs> nice job. I didn't know you knew who he was. <laughs> I didn't know who he is. Buy the baseball package. I don't care. What, to see Cedric Mullins? No. <laughs> To see where her Mount Castle play? This is like back in the day with football is you only got to see the team that played on Monday night. But this My- seven-year-old can't see him. His parents are cheap in California. They're not going to buy the baseball package. And you think watching DeGrom for one inning makes a difference? No, but it's a thrill. It gives that kid a little... 
Well, he also, some, you're wrong. You're uh, so wrong. Yeah, okay. I disagree. Also, I don't love the home run derby, though it was exciting watching my guy beat your guy. Uh, in general, it's a little monotonous. It's a tad much. I like the basketball skills competition more. For baseball, I'd like to see, like, maybe longest throw. Let's see, like, Acuna throw against Bauer, although both seem fairly canceled right now. Acuna's not canceled. His right ACL is. He's in trouble. Uh, or, like, base running challenges or, or something like that. It just... I don't know. I want to see more. I want to see different things. Wow. So you want your players to get injured more. Yeah. From my you, entertainment. You, you're so wrong. You Are would have you, people, gladiator. Are you not entertained? People would be opting out. They wouldn't be doing this. They shouldn't be allowed to opt out. It's but if you want to make a fastest man competition, I would watch that. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah, absolutely. Or like slowest man. Like catchers run against each other. A flap of the full field. Just let them go. Could you outrun a catcher? Which catcher? A Molina, not Yadier. I could outrun Yadier at this point. His <laughs> knees have got to be just shattered. And I thought we were going to do Schmuck of the Week. We didn't. And that's got to go to the British soccer team coach for just trotting that 19-year-old out there to take the last penalty kick. That, which, by the way, another thing, I don't like penalty kicks to end a soccer game. I, oh, I love them. Love them. I don't want to oh, see. Ba- I play on. Play on. That game. It It'll a go game forever, game. Zach. It'll go forever. It'll go forever. You've got nowhere to be. That's like ending the Super Bowl with a field goal kicking contest. Which happens all the time. A field goal kicking contest? Just place the ball at the 50 and let the two guys just keep it's kicking. It's not a contest, but it generally comes down to a field goal or two. The other guy doesn't get a ch- chance to rebut. They're de- they be, be better defense. It was all defense in that soccer game. The World Series ended a home run derby. Uh, we got Trey Mancini. All right. Yeah, look, you're making the World Series. Let's get, no- let's, let's get real. We can we bring Chris Davis back for something? To get paid. He has to hit the ball to hit it out of the park. I think he can hit a 50-mile-an-hour meatball. Can he? <laughs> Strikes out a lot. <laughs> when he hits it, it goes a mile, though. I love PKs. It was the best part of the game for me. I, I, I completely disagree gimmicky. with you. I, I, I didn't. I don't like it. Let these guys these guys make a fortune. There's no tomorrow. Play on. It takes till 2 in the morning. I got nowhere to be. Sorry, doing this. I got nowhere to be. Booze Your Daddy the Podcast. We're doing this thing live on Tuesdays, posting on Saturdays. Hit subscribe, share it. We had a lot of fun. Download the episodes. Thanks, everybody, for participating. I know this was good. I hope, sorry if your people didn't end up as high on the list as they should have, but we're, we'll probably, we'll do another one of these in like oh, a month. We'll just do- be funnier. There's your list. We out. We out.